All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. America and happy Saturday. What a great show we have for you today. It's not often that we can get two of America's greatest thought leaders together on a single show, but we've pulled that off tonight. That's pretty cool, right? Joining us today, back to back, Bill O'Reilly, one of the most read authors in all of America, one of the most watched television hosts in American history. He'll be up first, followed by one of the hottest conservative radio voices in America today, Sebastian Gorka, three million plus listeners on the Salem Radio Network. He'll be talking to us as well. We've got a lot to cover the January 6th committee, the revelation that President Biden pressed the Saudis to delay their oil production cups until after the midterm elections. Oh, wait a second. Is that a foreign intervention in our election? Some Republicans think so, like Tom Tiffany in Wisconsin. We're going to ask Seb Gorka about that. And then we're going to round out the show with one of the most rational and forceful voices in law enforcement. Former NYPD Commissioner Bernie Carrick's going to join us. We're going to talk about crime. I'm going to tell you this. Seven, eight months ago, before anyone made this prediction, before polls ever showed it as an issue in the election, Bernie Carrick said, take my word for it. This defunding police, this cashless bail, this putting cops' hands behind their back and not letting them do their job, it's going to become the election issue that tips 2022 well. Bernie Carrick has proven right. The polls show that crime, three quarters of Americans now believe violent crime is out of control. Bernie Carrick's going to round out the show today with some pretty strong insights on why this has become a political issue, how we fix it after the midterm elections, and what to look for in the final 20 plus days, two dozen days until the midterm elections of November 2022. All right, folks, why wait any longer? Let's get right to the commercial break. When we come back, Bill O'Reilly, followed by Seb Garker, followed by Bernie Carrick, in the old days of baseball, they'd call that murderer's row. What a great group of thought leaders coming up. Let's have that break. We'll be right back with Bill O'Reilly. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected 
for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. We have had some pretty extraordinary days in Washington, and there's no better way to make sense of it than to bring in one of America's greatest journalists, one of its greatest authors, the author of this, my new favorite book, Killing the Legends. If you haven't gotten this book, folks, it is amazing. Uh, three people you thought you knew everything about, Elvis Presley, John Lennon, Muhammad Ali. Well, not until you read Bill O'Reilly's book. Joining us right now, the one and only Bill O'Reilly. Bill, great to have you on. John, I want to say something uh, to your audience that you wouldn't say, but all of your reporting over the last, I don't know, two and a half, three years has been borne out in this trial, uh, thank in you. this Danchenko trial. You know, whatever you said, uh, now we're hearing under oath as fact from the FBI. Yeah. So I, you know, I follow all the news for all of the whole big picture here. I follow you and I follow uh, the Fox and, and the networks and MSNBC and CNN. None of them had this. 
in the, in the as far as the methodical way that you presented it. And I don't know if there's one thing that you reported that has not been borne out by that trial. Is there is there anything? Well, I, I, I got to admit, I didn't know about the million dollar offer to steal. That was quite a bombshell on Tuesday. And uh, it just gives you a no, sense. I, I, OK, yeah. that but, may be true. But yeah. Nothing that you said and no. reported has been refuted. No, I've been blessed to have good sources. And thank you, Bill. That's very kind yeah. to, to acknowledge it. Thank you. Well, it's listen, very impressive. We, we enjoy, I love No Spin News. It's one of the must-watch shows in my repertoire now. You have a way of kind of crystallizing what's going on in the country, getting above all of the smoke and really explaining what it is. When you take a look at the Biden presidency, where it is at this very moment, uh, inflation at record highs, crime soaring out of control, our allies thumbing their nose at us, whether it's OPEC, Russia, uh, the Biden presidency seems like it's on the precipice of an amazing collapse. What is going on? What, where does he fit in history and where does he fit in this moment of American politics? Well, two years in, uh, you know, it's not quite, but I think that's the only barometer you can use. Joe Biden is now tied for the second worst president in our history. The first was James Buchanan who uh, enabled the South to accumulate weaponry and do whatever the South wanted to do, emboldening them. And that led directly to civil war. Herbert Hoover came in, uh, Great Depression hit. He didn't know what to do. He sat there. Americans suffered. Uh, some of them died and he didn't take any action. He's tied with Biden. So the, the reason that Biden has been such a failure is that there are actually two reasons, John. Number one, he, he cannot absorb information anymore mentally. He just, you, you can tell him something on Thursday and on Friday. You don't know. He won't remember what you told him. And you can see that all over the place. Uh, this week, he said that his son, Bo, died in Iraq. I mean, look, that's not a misstatement. You know, it's, it's his brain is not operating the way his brain operated 20 years ago. So when you say something to him, he can absorb it at the moment, but then he doesn't know cause and effect. All right. So when you attack the fossil fuel industry on your first day in office, what is that going to lead to? Joe Biden doesn't understand that. He basically takes orders from the progressive left, which controls him. And that has led to a disastrous economic situation and a foreign policy situation that's frightening. I interviewed um, former Secretary of State Pompeo this week, who's a very frank man. I mean, he'll he'll let it fly. And I said, look, um, you know, Putin, I think Putin might be mentally ill. Pompeo disagrees with me on that. And that's it was a good discussion. But then I asked him about Biden and Biden's ability to handle somebody like Putin or the Saudis or Xi in China. And Pompeo, just a matter of fact, Everybody knows the man can't do it. All of our enemies and our allies know that the president of the United States is not up for dealing with complicated situations. That is frightening. Yeah. And that's exactly why this whole thing is going south so fast. Yeah, and you can tell even the mainstream media is beginning to ask questions, which they often <laughs> haven't done for Joe Biden, but it's starting to become apparent to everyone. I want to turn to today's breaking news. You've covered a lot of great congressional investigations over the years. Put them in context. The January 6th committee just hand held its last public hearing. Then at the end of it, they did something odd. They then subpoenaed the man who's been accused of all the things during the hearing. I don't know where they're going to get his story into this now that they're done with hearings. But how does the January 6th committee rank as an investigation compared to many of the other great things you've covered in your career? 
Well, it's entertainment, I guess, for the uh, hey Trump cadres. Uh, as far as history is concerned, it, it's nothing. Nobody will remember it. Uh, it was obviously put into place to try to come up with something to embarrass Donald Trump or ruin Donald Trump. It has failed. Um, I know what happened on January 6th. I've said it to my audience very, very clearly. Uh, January 6th committee, they don't care what really happened. All right. And I'll just give you one very clear, clear example. I was on a Chris Cuomo show last night. I don't know whether you saw it or not. And he was running wild on News Nation with, oh, oh, <laughs> now we have Ma-a-Lago people yep. moving boxes around. OK. And I looked at him. I said, is this another anonymous source? Oh, yeah, it's anonymous. It's anonymous source. I think it's 585 anonymous source. Is that right? So you remember Cassie Hutchinson and yeah. Trump le- lurched across the limo and grabbed the Secret Service. Say, do you remember that? Gotcha. How many days? Five days, page one, hysteria everywhere. Number one, it's physically impossible for anybody, any human being to do that in a presidential limo. It's just too big. Nobody could lurch across. And number two, easily the January 6th committee could have subpoenaed the two Secret Service agents who were in the car. They didn't. They they believed Cassidy Hutchinson, all right, believed every word she said, but to corroborate it, they bring in these two Secret Service. Nope. Didn't bring them in. Why? Because they knew it didn't happen. That's all you need to know about the January 6th committee. They're not in business to find the truth. Now, this subpoena play for Trump is going nowhere. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Right. He's going to not answer the, that thing. And they're gone. Yep. They're gone. OK, the House will take uh, the, the GOP will take the House and that'll be the end of the January 6th. They'll, a week before the election, January 6th committee will issue a report that says Trump did everything. Right. Trump was invisible. He was in the Capitol. Nobody saw him, <laughs> but he broke windows. Yeah. He was going, come on in. Come on. Trump did this. He was an apparition. He did that. Yep. That's what you're going to get a week before. But no serious person takes this committee seriously. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And then the and the public turned out a long time ago. And why let truth get in the, in the way of a good show? Bill, I want to ask you before we go, got about a minute left, your book, the insight that you give to these three stars. I think everybody thought they knew everything about amazing, but the toll that celebrity takes is so palpable in this. What, what do you hope readers take from it? Well, this is cultural history, the 12th killing book. The other 11 dealt with presidents and wars and things like that. But cultural history is how we live today. And all three of these men, Elvis Presley, John Lennon, Muhammad Ali, directly influence how we live today, John. And people don't know that. Elvis Presley crashed the conformist culture of the 1950s, single-handedly crashed it. The Beatles with the spear point in the sex, drugs, and rock and roll revolution of the 60s. Muhammad Ali raised the scent to the highest level in the country's history by refusing to go into the armed forces and then pivoted into the civil rights movement. Their fame destroyed them. That is the theme of the book. It is an amazing book. Folks, if you haven't got it, I can't put it down. Every free moment I have, I'm reading it. Bill, it's an incredible, like all your books, incredible contribution to the American public. And great to have you, Ante. Thanks for joining us. Okay, John. Thank you. All right, folks, stick around. When we come back, Seb Gorka is going to join us right after the commercial break. 
Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The former deputy assistant to President Donald Trump, the host of America First, and my good friend Sebastian Gorkin. Seb, great to have you on the show. Thank you. I think this is uh, the first time I've been on the show, and as such... Uh, that introduction you gave me is one that uh, my father would have been proud of and my mother would have <laughs> believed. Thank you. Um, and, and I want to say on top of that, personally, thank you for everything you've done, especially in the last six years to just keep the uh, legacy media's feet to the fire. You are a true investigative journalist. And, you know, when you called me earlier this week with that bombshell about the Danchenko trial and the one million dollar bounty for smear material paid for by the FBI. That's just the kind of thing you do. You do real journalism and you are a Thank dying you. breed, John Solomon. Well, we're lucky. I mean, getting to use your bullhorn, come on your show every week is amazing. What do you, you have like three million listeners. Right? It's amazing, right? Three million listeners across the nation on 300 stations from uh, Los Angeles to New York and then all the other video components and social media. That's just amazing. It's such a great show. I come off your show. I get lots of reaction. I know they're great listeners, and uh, it's a mutual admiration society for a great reason. We, we love uh, the work we do together. Hey, I want to ask you about this Saudi thing. It seems to be getting more serious. Some members of Congress starting to stir for an investigation. Joe Biden goes over and tells the Saudis, hey, don't cut your oil production until after the midterms. Kind of sounds like election interference from a foreign power. What do you think? I think it's a, a shut and close. It's, it's a, a, an open and shut case. I mean, uh, there are many, many reasons to have an impeachment against the current incumbent of the White House, the open border being one of them. But this is just flagrant. This is asking another nation, a Middle Eastern nation, to be involved in U.S. politics. It, it is an egregious uh, transgression of all the rules that should pertain to any election in the United States. And, and let's not forget, it is all the more piquant because it was Joe Biden. We now have the yeah. declassified DOJ 
memorandum notes, the meeting notes of when he was vice president in a meeting in the Oval with Obama, who said, let's use the Logan Act to get Mike Flynn. They wanted to get National Security Advisor Mike Flynn. So going after individuals who were duly designated incoming National Security Advisors for talking foreign policy with foreign nations was his idea. Now he's doing something much, much worse, which is asking other nations to get involved in our domestic elections, John. Yeah, it's remarkable. And uh, both the White House, the White House not denying Saudi Kingdom explicit about what went on in that meeting. Uh, I bet you this plays on for several days. It'll be interesting to see where it leads in the investigation realm. Uh, there's a bigger subplot to this, which is we're in this situation because Joe Biden turned off the spigot on the greatest energy machine America had ever created, uh, basically tightening the supply in the world and the rest of the world saying, stop pressing us. You got your own resources. Why aren't you using them in the marketplace? Uh, this is a self-inflicted crisis, isn't it? Yeah, when, when we were in the White House, so, so the president understood that the lifeblood, literally, of this nation's economy is energy. And not only did he, you know, get the state out of the way of small businesses, he, he had this, I don't know if you remember, we had this pledge at the beginning of the administration, he would not sign any new presidential order unless two existing ones had been rescinded. Right. He, he wanted to lessen the burden on the American taxpayer and business owner. By the end of the first nine months, not even the first 12 months in office, that ratio of two to one had actually exploded to 22 to 1. The president had rescinded 22 prior government presidential directives and regulations to every new one he was signed. And one of the key ones was energy. And by, by the time, even before COVID hit, our nation for the first time ever had so much energy, we were actually selling it to other people which meant we weren't beholden to Russia, we weren't beholden to OPEC. And now, instead of telling Americans to drill, we are asking Saudi Arabia. How, how telling is it, John, the first day in office, literally January the 20th, the afternoon of the inauguration, Joe Biden kills the XL Keystone pipeline, uh, suspends all new licenses for drilling and fracking, on federal territory. Yeah. That's why we are where we are today. That's how we got this $7 per gallon gas in California. This is a direct result of government policies emanating from this White House. Yeah, we went from drilling to shrilling. It's just unbelievable, uh, the change, and it's less than two years. I mean, that's how dramatic it is. One of the things about energy production is once you shut it down, you can't ramp it up right away. It takes a long time, a lead time in the energy industry to ramp these things back up. It seems like we're headed to two or three years of very difficult energy crisis. Is America ready for that? I don't think so. I mean, we, the trouble is we have an administration. If you look at the pronouncements of Granholm, the energy secretary, uh, if you look at uh, the transportation pronouncements from Boot Edge Edge and others, these are individuals who are, I call, my phrase is, hostages to their own ideology. When you have the right. likes of uh, Boot Edge Edge and Granholm say, we need to have streets in America where every car is electric. Well, how do you do that when in California right now, the government is sending out directives? This is the, you know, the richest state in the union, uh, should be completely self-sufficient. Its economy is bigger than most national economies. And they say to the residents of, of California, please do not charge your vehicles at night because we don't have enough electricity. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad joke. 
It's yeah. a bad job. T tell the, 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 the plumber with the F-150 that he has to do his job with a Tesla uh, where there are no charging stations in, in that part of the Midwest where he lives. These people are not rational. They're ideologues. And uh, we need energy independence because that's what makes for a strong, powerful economy, John. It's very simple. Yeah, it really is. And I, we had an interview with President Trump earlier. He said, listen, I could solve inflation in 10 minutes. I open up the energy spigots. Everything's going to come down. And it's such an obvious equation, but no one seems to be executing it in the Democratic administration. So we got about two minutes left. I wanted to ask you about the election. Elections are usually fall into two categories. There's the affirmation election, like Ronald Reagan in 84, Morning in America. You've done a good job. We want four more years of you. And then there's the Europe fired election. This 2022 election seems to be a repudiation election of what the last two years have been about. What are you looking for in the final 25 days of the election as bellwether signs for how Republicans perform? Well, I, I recently had the best pollster out there ever since Rasmussen sold his uh, company. Uh, Trafalgar is yeah. the most reliable. Uh, Robert Cahill Lee said that uh, he expects a 25 to 30 seat majority for the Republicans and between a two and four seat majority for the Republicans in the Senate. So I trust Robert. What I really care about is election integrity. Uh, you know, the reporting that you've done on Eugene Yu, the arrest in California, the issues with the last election. We, we, what, what I want to see is the states do their duty. The Constitution is clear. Even in federal elections, it is the state legislature that guarantees the security of the elections. In 2020, that was not the case. In Pennsylvania, in Georgia, you had governors, state secretaries running roughshod over even the state constitution. So what I want to see is the people who are responsible do their constitutional duty for the citizens of each state, then we'll have a good result. But it's going to be a repudiation election. Why? Because the Senate, the House, and the White House belongs to the Democrats. Record inflation, record gas prices, open border. You're only voting on one thing. Did the Democrats deliver or didn't they deliver? And I think the answer is pretty clear, John. Yeah, I think the polling is really starting to show that. Real quickly, Seb, how do people find your show, find you on social media? You're, I love your show. I love coming on every week. What's the best way to stay connected to you? Well, you, you're, you, are, you are an absolute fan favorite. So the show is America First across the nation on, on Salem Radio. You can find us on all social media. We've got about 4 million followers already. True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And then the easiest is, of course, the website, just sebgorka.com. And then if you want my written stuff, exclusive access to my written stuff, it's sebastiangorka.substack.com. That's the brand new Substack. So my full Amazing. name... Sebastian Gorka, G-O-R-K-A dot Substack dot com. But in the meantime, don't forget, you got a bookmark, justinnews.com uh, and Dave Solomon reports. Wow, what a great interview. Hey, don't touch that dial. Don't change that cell phone. We're going to be right back with Bernie Carrick right after these messages. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back, everybody. When our next guest served as the New York City Police Commissioner, working for the uh, police force was heroic and largely sought after, but now morale within the force across the country is at historic lows as crime continues to increase. Bernie Carrick joins us now to discuss crime, police, and what's next. Bernie, great to have you back on the show. Thanks, Miranda. I wanted to ask you, um, my co-host published an article over at Just the News, the seven days of mayhem. Crime crime is spiking all over the country, but this father, Paul Cutts, who was visiting his son at Marist College, and then this woman, Kira Benefield, the mother who was murdered just 24 hours after her husband, who'd been charged with harassment, among other things, was released on no bail. These problems have unfortunately become endemic to blue cities like New York City. Um, I guess pertaining to the politics of it all, is there any quick fix to any of it, or are there just too many problems to strike all at once? No, the quick fix starts with the governors, really. Uh, you know, and I'll give you an example. In New York State, you know, we have one of the most liberal bail reform laws in the country, which has emboldened the bad guys. It's uh, it's letting them out of jail. It's taking away the judges discretion when they're holding them or sentencing them. Um, so that that's number one. And we have a governor in New York state that's refused to repeal uh, that bail reform law. Then you have prosecutors, just like in New York City and other cities around the country, that are refusing to prosecute. Um, they're, uh, you know, these left-wing radical prosecutors, uh, many of them funded by George Soros, that's not doing their job intentionally, I might add, and the governors are allowing them to stay in those positions. And then lastly, you have mayors like uh, Eric Adams in New York City, who's not supporting his cops, who's not putting the funding into the department as he should. He's more worried about cops standing on the corner talking on a cell phone than he is backing them and supporting them and indemnifying them and telling them, go out and do the job you were sworn to do and I will support you. So when you take all those things, you're going to have a substantial increase in crime because the cops aren't going to be out there proactive policing. The prosecutors aren't doing their jobs and they get no backing from the governors. Yeah, it's, it's the perfect storm. And, and it's, it's creating innocent victims every day, whether it's the dad at Marist College, the abused wife whose husband gets left out a few hours after he's arrested and go, he goes and kills her allegedly. Um, there's another dynamic at work here, which is as these police departments get demoralized and handcuffed and not able to do their job, a lot of their more senior experienced officers are leaving. I think 523 members left the force in June and just the NYPD where you used to oversee. Uh, there is a brain drain that's going to take many years to fill the fill again. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, John. Um, not, not only a brain drain, but uh, keep in mind, it's enormously hard to recruit these days. Nobody wants to work in a city or for a jurisdiction where you don't have the full backing of the mayor or the city council. In New York City, you still have city council members calling for defunding. You have city council members that actively say 
They despise the New York City Police Department, yet they'll go out and pay for their own security. Um, the bottom line is this stuff is continuing. But, but I want to touch on one thing, John. When you talk about crime victims, the most substantial reductions in New York City violent crime under Rudy Giuliani happened in the black communities. You know, we reduced overall murder in New York City back in the early 90s, 2000s by about 70 percent. But in the black communities where the where the violent crime was the highest, that number, the murder rate dropped almost 80 percent. Today, that's where it's increasing. So the, the black communities, the communities of color are suffering because these mayors and governors aren't doing their job and it's not going to change until they start yeah yeah it's it's devastating to see but something that i found very interesting pew research came out with a poll that showed that hispanic and black americans want more law more law enforcement even more so than let's let's say white liberals in these big cities that's incredible because you have um wmwps what i call well-meaning white people uh who want better things for minority communities and yet the minority communities they're they're not communicating apparently on the level of law enforcement that they desire well here, here's what happens the people that bash the cops you know you, you know black lives matter and antifa and those kind of groups they're all antagonizers from the outside but if you go into New York City and you go to Bed-Stuy or you go to Queens or you go to, you know, somewhere in Brooklyn where it's a solid black community, I guarantee you those community leaders, the real community leaders in those communities, they're going to tell you, bring in as many cops as you physically can. We want all the support we can get. We want safer streets. We want safer communities. But you have the activists on the outside screaming and yelling about Black Lives Matter. They are a detriment to the black community. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, you played such an important role with Mayor Giuliani in cleaning up the last time New York went off the rails with crime. Uh, you used a lot of smart tactics, community policing. You did a lot of different things. The dynamics are even worse now because the, 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 the liberals went even further than they did in the 80s. Uh, what are some of the prescriptions that if Republicans get in control of some of these places, they can put in now to start rolling back this crime scourge? Well, the first thing they got to do is is go after a bunch of these, uh, you know, like the bail reform laws and things like that. Um, put in as much funding and as much money as they can into the cops types programs that we had back in the 90s. Right. Go after the president on the border issues. You know, New York City is going to get hammered. John, I predicted what we're seeing now, if you, you remember, six months ago, eight you months did. ago. Yeah, right said here it's on the show. Yep. That's right. And I'm telling you, in six months from now, based on all this border influx, you're going to see substantial surges that we haven't seen in years. And I'll leave you with this. David Patterson, the former governor of the state of New York, who is black, who's a New York City guy. He's a great guy. He was he went public, I think, with you, John, and and, and, uh, and, and talked about um, how he's more afraid today. He's more he's more worried today being on the streets of New York City than he was back in the 80s and 90s. That's terrifying yeah. for that guy to say that 
That's terrifying. Yeah, we had that story. He was on with John Katsimatidis up in WFC. We wrote that story. Everybody's been talking about it. And, you know, he's such an honest guy. That's a great thing about the governor. You get a straight story from him. Amazing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bernie, I wanted to ask you about something that's very curious to me, not that the mode of attack really matters in the ultimate outcome, but we're seeing a major spike in knife attacks over guns. Why is that? Do you know? Well, I, I don't think it's any specific reason other than you have a lot more bad guys on the streets. The bottom line is, if you were locking these guys up and throwing away the key, if you were holding the really violent guys when they got arrested, instead of letting them back out, you wouldn't see a bunch of the stuff that we're seeing today. You're going to see continued increases. If they can't find a firearm, if they can't get to a gun, they're going to use a knife. That's what we're seeing now. But the key is locking them up. Don't let them back out. When, when you lock them up and you send them for pretrial detention, hold them. Don't let them out. If the guy's in for a violent crime, you let him out within 24 hours, he's going to go back and do what he did in the first place. That's what we're seeing. Yeah, that's so true. Commissioner, we got less than a minute. I just want to ask you about fentanyl because it's made every city and community in America a border town. People being poisoned, dropping dead every day from this. Best strategy we can uh, tackle right now to uh, rein this in. You know what, John? I think they have to change the laws on fentanyl. I think, you know, there has to be severe, severe mandatory minimums for people that got caught with it, get caught dealing with it. Um, we just had a couple cops. Uh, you know, the results right. aren't in, but I guarantee you it's probably fentanyl. Two cops came in contact with some white powder substance um, on, on an arrest E and wound up being evacuated to the hospital. Bottom line is this stuff is severe um, and we have to have the harshest penalties for it. Yes, absolutely. Poisoning America, John, you said it. Bernie, thank you again so much for being with us. All right, folks, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, folks, that wraps up the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Big thanks to Bill O'Reilly, Seb Gorka, Bernie Carrick. What a great group of interviews for a Saturday morning. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back tomorrow on Sunday. That's right. Tune us in for Sunday brunch. We've got an all-star lineup. James Comer, the Republican who's going to oversee the House Oversight Committee if Republicans win the election. Followed by some pretty big voices. Kevin Brock, the former intelligence chief for the FBI, on all the revelations that occurred this week during the Danchenko trial. The Republican nominee for Pennsylvania governor, Doug Mastriano, is here. Then we're going to go to Iran. These protests over the 
killing of an innocent young Iranian woman just because she didn't have her headdress on right, just because she showed a little bit of hair, the religious radical police beat her to death. That has launched the most extraordinary protests we've seen in Iran. And Ali Safavi from the opposition leadership in Iran, the National Council for Resistance of Iran. Ali Safavi is going to give us an update. What's going on the ground? What could happen? What do the people of Iran need from America, Europe, and the West? We're going to get all that from Ali Safavi. And then we're going to round out with one of America's great country artists, John Rich. He'll be joining us to round out the show to talk about cancel culture, how he beat the woke music industry in Nashville and got number one song without having to go through any of the normal channels of the industry, without having to bow a knee to censorship or political correctness. John Rich, one of the greatest country starters of all time, tomorrow on John Solomon Reports. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events. And you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.